This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We've been talking, of course, all things NFC, AFC championship games, but now it's time to do it from a, not just a gambling perspective, but the perspective of one of my favorite people in the business. As you know, if you listen to the show, we have Nick Costos on every single Friday because he's great at his job and because he's a great guy. It's a pretty rare combo in this business. He is the host of You Better You Bet. He is Odyssey Sports Betting Insider, and Insider Calls are presented by BetMGM. Go check out all the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. Also, be sure to listen to the You Better You Bet podcast for more of Nick's incredible analysis. Just search. It's easy. You bet wherever you find your podcast. Good morning, Mr. Costos. Bill, what's going on, man? Uh, happy hey, Football Friday. Only three games left in the season. Let's get after it. Let's go. All right, let me start here. Um, based on the movement you've seen, or haven't seen, but we've seen from the line in that AFC Championship game, is there anything you can deduce about what you think Vegas knows or thinks it knows about, about the state of Mahomes' ankle? Well, I, I would say, like, just first off, I think Vegas knows absolutely nothing. I think, like, betters will know, and we'll tell off Vegas, like, hey, hey, Vegas. Like, here's what your number should be. Like, I saw some, like, uh, some odds makers being like, yeah, like, I think the number should be Kansas City six and a half if Mahomes is healthy. Oh, really? Like, that's what you think? Great. You would put that number up and it would get obliterated in five seconds and then, like, and Kansas City would not be a six and a half point favorite anymore. So I think, Bill, like, this is just my read on it. Early in the week when Cincinnati was a two and a half point favorite, I thought that like, that was totally fair. I thought it was fine. You know, we had incomplete information about Patrick Mahomes' ankle injury at that point. So Cincinnati being favored, not a surprise. It went up to Cincinnati minus two and a half, totally fine. It was never, ever, ever going to be Cincinnati minus three, because if it had been, Kansas City would have been bet immediately from there. Now, I know that, like, a lot of, like, sports books, social media accounts, and, like, people that think they know what they're talking about about sports betting will do, oh, my God, like, Cincinnati was a one-point favorite, and now Kansas City's a one-point favorite. Oh, my God, the odds makers have made a switch. It's like, no, they didn't. Like, betters are betting Kansas City. And also, it's like the same bet. It's pick the winner of the game. So, in a game with a total this high also, like, we may hit 50 by the time it's all said and done, by the time kickoff happens. Like, Cincinnati minus two and a half and Kansas City minus one are both basically, like, pick the winner of the game. So, it's, 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 that's really what it comes down to. And Kansas City is a small favorite right now, about minus one and a half. And the reason for that, obviously, is that Mahomes full practice on Wednesday, Mahomes full practice on Thursday. Now, I think, Bill, it is a very, very, very tough game to predict before the fact, right? I kind of like Kansas City. What I will go off of is in 2019, Patrick Mahomes suffered a high ankle sprain in week one against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Andy Reid has said that this high ankle sprain is not as bad as that one. In week two, he threw for 443 yards against the Raiders. 
in week three in the first Patrick Mahomes-Lamar Jackson duel with the Chiefs and the Ravens. 373 passing yards. So I think like Mahomes is going to be good to go from like a throwing the football perspective, like no question about it. The question is just kind of like his mobility. So I think Kansas City is a cheap price here if Mahomes is going to be close to 100%. But like what happens if on the first drive of the game, like Mahomes takes the snap and goes to like hand it off and he's like a little gimpy. Like, you're not going to feel good about your Kansas City bet. So, like, I'll have a small bet on Kansas City pregame, Bill, but I think this is like a live betting game where the game starts. Like, let's say Mahomes scrambles for four yards on the first play and, like, he looks relatively decent. Like, Kansas City is going to be a bargain at this price. Now, that doesn't mean they're going to win for sure. Just that if Mahomes were fully healthy, Kansas City's a three-and-a-half-point favorite in this game. Like, they're favored by more than three points. What's holding it down is the concern about the ankle. If he looks good, it's going to be a bargain. If I had to bet the game in advance, Bill, I would bet the Chiefs. Nick Cazos, I love that answer for so many reasons, and one of them is, and this has been something you're consistent on, your belief that Vegas doesn't know squat, the betters do, and to that point, very, very, very small anecdote, I, I can't remember when this was, a few years ago, I spent three months of my life in Vegas there all the time for a work thing. And I was hanging out with some guys that set lines. And I was hanging out with some some owners. I know the Maloofs pretty well from their NBA days. And I got moved into some circles of people who real who gamble for a living or in the gambling industry. And there was a guy, I won't say who, probably nobody knows him, who used to set lines at one of the main casinos. And I asked about him, because we all knew him in common, and they said, he's an idiot. He doesn't know what he's doing. And someone else said, all the people who set those numbers don't know what they're doing. To your point, Nick... Because most of right, most of the amateurs out there, people like me, just like oh, Vegas knows. But but that is the belief in Vegas too, largely that it isn't the the, the guys that set the odds who know what's going on. It's the it's the the actual sharp betters out there, which is an interesting way to to like reevaluate how you play all these games, how you look at all these things. Yes, I can give you like just like a, an anecdote about this. So like betters will get information before sports books do, right? I, sometimes like like I, I, and this is not to be like look at how great I am. I am like probably the 500th person that got this particular piece of information. Like I knew that Derek Carr was getting benched by the Raiders, like probably like a day before, like it was announced by Adam Schefter on ESPN or that like Josh Allen's elbow was hurt or Justin Herbert was like not going to play, but then he did play against the Jaguars. Like betters will get information. So here would be my question to people. If Vegas knows, then why was I able to bet? And, And San Francisco didn't cover in the game. It doesn't matter though. Like, that game went to overtime against the Raiders in Week 17. The San Francisco won by three. Like, if Vegas knows, why was I able to bet San Francisco minus five and a half? Like, if Vegas knows, why was I able to bet Buffalo minus nine? And Buffalo didn't cover either. Again, not the point. The point is, if Vegas knew, like, I wouldn't be able to bet San Francisco five and a half. They would move it to nine, which is what it closed at, right? Like, so Vegas doesn't know. Here's another thing to consider. Early in the week, limits are low. Like, why is that, right? So a sports book, let's say, puts a number up. Let's say it's two and a half on Sunday night. And over the course of the next, like, two days, like, bettors, smart people that bet early in the week, that, like, know what they're doing, will bet on a game and move the number. And then sports books, once they feel like their number is good enough later in the week, then the limits raise. And people can bet a ton of money now onto it that you can't bet earlier in the week. So it's basically like, here's my, my crappy number. Tell me what the number should be, and now this will be the number moving forward. So, like, the idea that Vegas knows is, like, not only asinine, it's, like, it's flat-out incorrect. Like, they don't know. Like, the betters know. The betters say to them, your number's wrong. Here's what it should be. And it doesn't mean that the betters are going to win. It just means that, like, the sportsbook is waiting for, like, betters to tell them what the number of the game should be. And then they move it correspondingly. 
Nick Costos, in the parade of options that we have in, in betting on these games, what else are you are you looking at sizing up for for, the, for Chiefs Bengals? Yeah, uh, I again like difficult game. Just prop wise, oh, I'll give a thought on the total, and then I'll give a couple prop thoughts. So, like, if you're out there listening and you agree with me, and you think that you know Mahomes is likely to be like better than we expect, and like not not full strength, but like let's say like pretty close to it, uh, you have to bet the over in the game. It's Mahomes and Burrow. The total starts with a four. Now, like, there are ways that the game goes under, like, organically, like turnovers, whatever. Anarumo's defense is incredible. Burrow's offensive line falls apart, like, against Kansas City's pass rush. Of course, that can happen. Just that, like, the total feels a little short, doesn't it, right? If Mahomes and Burrow are both going to be, like, close to full strength. So, I think if you really like Kansas City in the game, I think it correlates towards, like, a play on the over. And let's bet that now rather than later, right? Because I think it's only going to keep going up. It was 47. Now it's sitting at 48. Prop-wise in this game, um, I, I really like Kadarius Tony. He's the one that I feel best about for the Chiefs. Uh, we bet his over last week. He went over like towards the end of the game. Probably lucky to catch that bet, honestly. But he's so good, and his role with Kansas City grows by the week. I, I think he's kind of like the receiver that's most, like, the most dependable receiver on this team. And that might sound crazy, but like who's more dependable? Like Juju Smith-Schuster? I don't think so. I think Tony's the best. So I'd go Tony over receiving yards. And then we bet Jarek McKinnon over rushing yards last week and it cashed towards the end of the game as well. Even if Mahomes is close to 100%, you would have to imagine there'll be a little more emphasis on the run game for Kansas City to protect Mahomes. And, like, Jarek McKinnon, they trust him. Now, Pacheco looked great last week, there's no question. But McKinnon, I think, is the guy that they really trust in the backfield. Rushing yards prop 27.5. I would go over Jarek McKinnon 27.5 rushing yards. I love it. Nick Costos here on the show. I'm Bill Ryder. Happy Friday. It's CBS Sports Radio. All right, Nick, on the other side of the equation, let's just, let's just start here. When you, know, we, when you look at all the things you know about the game on the NFC side, do you like Philadelphia or do you like the Niners, just in terms of who you think is going to actually win this football game before we get into where you're putting your money and where we can too? Um, I, I haven't heard like one person um, that I trust or respect make a case this week for San Francisco. Everyone likes Philly. Uh, I like San Francisco a little bit. But, uh, I do, I, too. I wanna, yeah, yeah, I do, too. I, and I want to wait for I want to wait for plus three. Like, let's have a, a betting market conversation, Bill, because, like, I can give you my opinion on the game. These games are all, like, bet your opinion games. Like, my opinion could be wrong. It was wrong a bunch last weekend. Like, I'm not a fortune teller, right? But I, I think I know where the betting market's going, and I think that can present us with opportunities to make bets. Like, this game is going to go to three. Like, it's going to go to three for Philadelphia. I don't think there's any question about it. Like, there's nothing that can happen. San Francisco injury-wise, that's going to cause people to be like, oh, my God, I need to bet the Niners. Like, McCaffrey didn't practice the last two days. Also, he told reporters and Kyle Shanahan told reporters, like, he's playing on Sunday. So, like, I guess if he doesn't practice again today, they'll be like, and he's a game-time decision, there'll be some worry. But, like, they are saying that McCaffrey is going to play on Sunday. So, like, there's nothing that's going to happen unless, like, betters are organically interested in San Francisco, and they haven't been to this point in the week. Maybe it happens on Sunday, whereas there's a ton of interest in the Philadelphia Eagles, and the Eagles have a clean injury report. This number has been close to hitting three basically the entire week, like a juiced two and a half on Philadelphia. Uh, I have seen some threes start to hit the board this morning. So if you're out there right now and you like Philly, and Bill, we can have a conversation as to why you and I like San Francisco in the game in a second, but if people like Philly, I would look to bet a two and a half sooner rather than later. And if you like San Francisco, wait for the three. Like you lose nothing by waiting for three. Either it stays at two and a half, and you bet two and a half if you like the Niners, or it goes down to two, let's say, and it's the same exact bet, basically. The game is very unlikely to land two or one. 
So that would be my advice. If you like the Eagles, bet it now. If you like San Francisco, you lose nothing by waiting. And we can talk about, Bill, like how we see the game playing at now if you'd like. Yeah, let's do it. I mean, so, so you, you sort of lean a little bit towards San Francisco, and, and I do too. How does that translate for you, Nick, into some, um, some props or the total or just other bets that you think are, are worth taking a look at for folks that are listening? Sure. I think the on-field handicap for this game is, is kind of straightforward, like offense versus defense, area of attack. Now, remember I came on last week and we talked about how the Giants were going to be completely unable to attack Philadelphia on the perimeter, right, because of Slay and Bradbury. They're excellent, like, boundary cornerbacks. Now, I don't think San Francisco can necessarily attack the boundary, like with Brock Purdy throwing the football and with their perimeter receivers. But where the Giants really couldn't make any hay, because they're, they're not as talented as San Francisco, is hitting Philadelphia over the middle of the field. Like, Philly's GM, Howie Roseman, is a brilliant team builder, has the ring, might win another, it's certainly possible. But, like, they de-emphasize the off-ball linebacker in the same safety position, which enables you to get beat over the middle of the field, right? And San Francisco has that in spades. Debo, Kittle, like McCaffrey, even not at full strength, McCaffrey's better than a lot of running backs coming out of the backfield. So I think if you like San Francisco and you think the Niners can have offensive success, I think Kittle's probably the best bet to go over receiving yards. Like stud over the middle of the field, the Eagles absolutely have no one that can cover him at either the linebacker or safety position. It is just not happening. So I think Kittle can definitely have a big game. And on the flip side, you know, Philadelphia was able to basically to roll out of bed last Saturday night and run for a million yards against the Giants who posed no resistance. Like, that is not happening. Like, that is not happening against the San Francisco defense and the San Francisco run front. The way to have the Niners secondary is over the top, right, to beat, to beat them deep. Now, Dak played so poorly last week and threw a couple really bad interceptions and had open wide receivers and just, like, brain farted for 60 minutes, basically, in the Bay Area last week. So the question is, like, can Jalen Hurts beat this team deep? He's got the receivers to do it with A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith. So if you think the Eagles are going to score a lot in this game, like, it's not going to be Miles Sanders running for 120 yards. Like I like Miles Sanders rushing under. I like Jalen Hurts' rushing under. It would be like A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith would be the two guys I would look at. Brown is obviously the alpha. I would probably go A.J. Brown over receiving yards. But I think, Bill, those are the avenues of attack, the the players you want to look at for overs. And as far as unders go, give me under on McCaffrey rushing yards with the calf injury. Give me under on Miles Sanders rushing yards because I don't think Philadelphia is going to try to run the ball a ton in this game. We are on the exact same page. He is Nick Costos, and he's the absolute best in the business. Buddy, I love everything about this. I've loved having you on every Friday. And when we are in Phoenix in a couple weeks, I know you're busy, I'm busy, but one of those nights I'm, I'm buying you a beer. It's just set, it's done, they're on me. I am looking forward to it, my friend. Thank you very much. I'm wishing everybody minimal sweats, winning bets, the absolute very best of luck. Let's get it this weekend. Let's get it. Nick Costos, host of You Better You Bet, Odyssey Sports Betting Insider. Remember, insider calls are presented by BetMGM. Go check out all the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? Better. 
and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Oh, 